Welcome to the Wellness Help Desk with your host, Nikkei Lamodi, certified wellness coach and personal trainer. A wellness podcast focused on providing practical tips on how to curate a healthy lifestyle uniquely for you, where we discuss wellness hot topics with expert guests and have real candid conversations. It's the one-stop shop you need to get the help you've been looking for. Let's dive in. Hey, what's up and welcome to the Wellness Help Desk. I am your host, Nikkei Lamodi, and this is episode 36. I know it's been quite a long time since the last episode and quite a bit has happened in life. And so I'm going to just give you a quick recap on just what has been going on and also provide you with a little announcement on the transition that I'm going to be making. So I was doing a significant amount of traveling for work the last three to four months. I mean, in October alone, I was only home a week out of the whole month and the same in September, I was home two weeks out of the month. And so it was just a crazy time. And during that time, I got the opportunity to attend a exclusive focus summit with my business coach, which was very helpful to get coaching from her, but also received coaching from the other women that were there as well in attendance. And so it just reaffirmed to me again, how impactful coaching can be when you are open to it. And, you know, during this time, I've just spent a lot of it reflecting. Uh, This time of year has just really always been difficult for me um, ever since my dad passed away five years ago on November 22nd, 2018, which was Thanksgiving Day. Um, And so once I come out on the other side in January, my grief tends to settle And so all the introspection that I've been doing has just had me realize a lot about the parts of my own identity that I've rejected my entire life up until my dad's passing. And so being a first generation oldest daughter are parts of that identity that I resented or rejected. And so my dad came over to the States for college and he had dreams of becoming a pharmacist. And so he was this young boy from Lagos who left his parents and his siblings just in search of something better for himself and his family. And so growing up, I was embarrassed by my Nigerian culture. I was teased for my name, my skin color, and just like all the assumptions that kids in the States had about what really goes on in Nigeria. And so as I got older, like I became less embarrassed by my Nigerian culture, however, I didn't embrace it at all. Like it was not on my radar to embrace being Nigerian. And so I received less teasing as I got older, but just more questions or comments that were really rooted in ignorance. And so my dad rarely talked about his life in Nigeria before coming to the States. And so the only time he would really bring it up is when he wanted to use it as like a trump card. He, you know, he would be like, in my country, this would never happen. Or, you know, back home, I wouldn't have to do any of this cleaning or cooking. And so it wasn't until he got sick that my interest started to really peak in just wanting to hear more about his Nigerian culture, hear more about his childhood. And I wanted to learn um, his native language. I wanted to hear about where he came from. And unfortunately, it was just too late. 
And so ever since my dad passed, I've embraced my Nigerian heritage, you know, asking my living aunts and uncles more about their childhood and more about our culture. And I started following more Nigerian accounts on Instagram and just seeing everything through a completely different lens. And so without even realizing it, I already embody typical qualities of a Nigerian. And that's a fact that in my teen years, I would have denied. But as an adult, like I proudly embrace now. And I have realized that I really truly wouldn't be who I am or have achieved all that I have without being a first gen. And so I'm eternally grateful um, for my father for taking that leap, coming to a country that was so foreign to him and trying to discover better. And so in the Nigerian culture, as in a lot of other non-Western cultures, the firstborn holds a lot of responsibility, expectation, and authority. And so I couldn't stand how I had to always get it right Um, as a child. And so when I transitioned to adulthood, my dad would give so much grace to my sister and then remind me of how my example to her was important and how I knew better. And so I just hated being the oldest. And we'll talk more about that in depth in future episodes. But fast forward now to the present, you know, after therapy, (laughs) self-healing, self-love, and a lot of forgiveness, you know, I see how I wouldn't be who I am without being the first gen oldest daughter. And so two parts of my identity that I rejected most of my life, being first gen and being the oldest daughter. And now being on the other side, I see how these qualities now serve me as I authentically and without shame or guilt, I just live life on my terms. And so it's ironic that the majority of my clients that I've been serving have also been first-gen oldest daughters. And this leads me to my next thing, which is um, my announcement of who I'm transitioning to and who I'll be serving exclusively moving forward. And that's, I'll be serving first-gen oldest daughters. And I'm so excited about this. I'm ar- I've already been serving first-gen oldest daughters, currently have Um, two clients who are first-gen oldest daughters. Um, And so I'm so excited to be able to support and serve um, these women. And, you know, I want to help them live life on their terms with their choice of cultural values and traditions that are important to them included in that living life on their terms. And if you are a first-gen oldest daughter who has rejected those two areas of your identity, but you are ready to start accepting and embracing those parts of your identity. I'd love for you to join one-on-one wellness coaching. My clients are women who have excelled in so many areas and so many marks in their life. And the reconciliation of being first gen, being the oldest daughter, to be quite honest, sometimes an untouched area of their life. And doing that work and working through embracing those identities and those parts of you really does open up something beautiful and something new that allows for you to start living your life on your terms unapologetically. And so it's easy to disregard like certain aspects of our heritage and culture because it sometimes clashes with the Western world and the society we live in here in the States. But what aspects of your culture are you proud of? What aspects of your culture do you credit to contributing to who you are today? 
So schedule a consultation via the link in the show notes so that you can learn how I can help you start the process of accepting being a first-gen oldest daughter so that you can start living life on your terms authentically within four months. As always, thank you all for listening in and I 100% look forward to hearing all the first-gen oldest daughters' stories and their life journeys as they arrive to accept those parts of their identity. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for listening in. If you enjoyed the episode today, head over and leave me a review. This helps others find the podcast and be one step closer to curating their healthy lifestyle. Come connect with me over on Instagram at Nikkei underscore Lamodi. And if social isn't your thing, join my beautiful newsletter community via the link in the show notes. To learn more about exclusive one-on-one wellness coaching, head over to rndaywellness.com. As always, remember to give yourself grace.